So Johnny Tudor, there I was, minding my own business, getting ready for my gig at the Grand uh, Pavilion in Porth Call. I turned round, and guess who was on the wall? You. Me. <laughs> you, actually, you and Vince Hill, and a couple of irons as well. That's right. I mean, I forget which room it is. Is it the Stansted room? I think it's the Johnny Tudor Memorial Room. Oh, I think so. It's in, in my book. That's what I'm calling it from now on. Because <laughs> I've been there so many times over the years, right with the, the summer seasons of pantomimes I've done there. Yeah. And also the one-off you know, uh, concerts. How did your concert go, by the way? Oh, it was, it was great. It was obviously completely sold out, you know, 50 people, because yeah. um, it was all socially di- <laughs> socially distanced. Very you well. You were absolutely out. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, it was it was beautifully done, to be honest, very, very COVID secure. I forgot yeah. how hard it is to live all day in a mask, you know, since my days of Zorro oh. are over. Or the Lone Ranger, um, but you know, c- keeping that mask on, I've, it gave me a, an even greater respect for our national health service workers and key workers who've had to wear masks all the way through because it's hard. Oh, feel, it is, oh you know, I know. I, I hate it even when I go into a shop. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't. I know it sounds crazy, but when I got a mask on, I can't see properly. No, no, no. It's because you can't look down. You know, yes. this this mask in your face. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you've got to do it, and that's it. So. All for all for the good. All for the good. Yeah. No, it was it was great, lovely, and I think. You know, we're all in this together. Um, yeah. There really was a sense of all coming out of this together. Uh, so people were very generous. Uh, yeah. very did generous. you do it cabaret style or did you do it on the stage? Uh, no, actually, they put a stage in front of the main stage itself. So a little sort of like right. um, steel decking. Then yeah. they had three great big perspex sheets that I was behind. Okay. And then we used the screen because the, they do they do films there. So we used the actual a cinema screen uh, to play some video and stuff that I played along with. So I'd done a bit of prep. Oh, that's good. I'd done a bit of prep. Yeah, so, so, in fact, that uh, you know, on the night, they, although they came to see me, they got a bit of Elton John, the real Elton John, a bit of um, yeah, bit yeah. of the Morrison Orpheus, and the City of Prague Philharmonic Orchestra. So, really, for for twelve pound fifty or whatever it was, it was a <laughs> it was a cheap night out for all those. You took you took no prisoners. I took no prisoners. Because it's nice, it's nice little dressing. And in fact, they've all got. Uh, there was another picture, another picture in one room. Actually, two people: Mike Doyle and Max Boyce. They were both in the yeah, room. yeah. Catherine Jenkins. And I suppose the rooms start to be known by by the pictures, don't they? I suppose. I suppose. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's lots of pictures. The thing is with dressing rooms. I mean, there's all sorts of dressing rooms. Obviously, you know, there's the tatty ones in the clubs used to do. You know, there's a nail on the wall. That was your dressing room. <laughs> cold, <laughs> and then you cold see all these, these dog-eared photographs stuck up with these weird names. There was one one bloke who's called Skin. Marks, spelt S K Y D Marks, and there was another one called Novak and Good. Say that quick. Were they any good? No, no, no I don't no, know. But I mean, you had all these different people up there, you know. Yeah. And uh, it was funny. I mean, and, and then I mean, you go from the sublime to the ridiculous. And I was in Cardiff Panto once. I'd been pretty rough all through the sea because you know, with Panto, you lose your voice, yeah. and you're shouting at kids, and that. 
So I had all this medicine lined up on my table, you know, my cough mixture and this, that, the other. So on a Sunday, Ralph Mattel came in and he had my dressing room. So when I came in on the Monday, written on my, on my, on my glass, get well soon, Johnny boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I remember when there was go to one poster of one in one dressing room. It was uh, Tim Jones, Wales's answer to Tom Jones. He was Welsh. <laughs> Tom Jones is Welsh. Is Welsh. <laughs> oh. I mean, you were lucky sometimes if you actually got a, a dressing room at all. Sometimes it would just be the toilet, wouldn't it? Oh, usually the toilet. I mean, you know, I mean. <laughs> I remember doing a club once, I forget what it was, Northampton or something. It's a bit of a little bit of a restaurant type come nightclub. Yeah. And um I didn't have anybody to back me because usually my old man used to come, but he couldn't. So I rang a fellow called Colin Norman, who was quite a well-known MD. He used to MD for lots of people, Ted Rogers and uh what's his name? Normal Wisdom and Gordon oh, Ozoo. Wow, wow. But he had a cleft palate. Right. But he used to make fun of himself. So I, I can say this because he used to say it himself, okay. right? So I said, Who's it? who introduces me? So the bloke said, well, usually the MD. So his answer was, there are limits to my talents. <laughs> God, good old Norman. He was a great bloke, guy. Yeah, yeah. But and that, was a, that was just a room, like a kind of a corridor I was dressed in. Corridors, yeah. And, 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 and it's, it is strange because if you ask where the dressing room is and you you look at like this bit disappointed, it's like right. you've asked for the world, isn't it? Some in some places, you know, I it's know, like what isn't this? It's good enough. For, it was good enough for Tom when we paid him off. What about the graffiti on the walls? Do you ever see any good graffiti? <laughs> we have to have a think. Have you got any? Let me have a little think while you're talking. Let me have a little think. Well, there was one. There was one that's put up on the wall. that said, "This was from the the committee. Yeah. Nobody is to sing my way, and fezes are not to be worn." <laughs> Because everybody did, everybody did, oh, that? and everybody sounded like that, and they'd had enough of it. <laughs> oh, and th- but then some of the clubs, you know, once yeah. they, once you got to a certain level, Johnny, I mean, some of them were quite palatial, weren't they? They were, they, oh, they, yeah, they everything. I mean, if you go to, if you went to, for instance, uh, the talk of the North Eccles or uh, Blighty's abroad in Britain, they were big clubs, yes. you know, you'd be on with stars, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think when I did the Blighty's and Broadway, I think. Jack Jones was top of the bill, and the Dallas boys were second top, and I was like underneath them, you know what I mean? And I worked with um, Saturday Night Death, the movies, what are they called? The cl- um, Drifters. Drifters. I worked with them in the, the Manchester City Football Club. It was a huge club. Right, in the yeah. club itself. Yeah. So you, yeah, and you had decent dress rooms, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, going back to the Port Cole dressing rooms, when I first worked there, they didn't have any proper dressing rooms. Right. Underneath in the lesser hall, as they called it, they made some. Right. So there, so there's all these like little cubicles they made for people to dress in, and they're probably still there, you know. Yeah. What What, what was strange about the Porth Hall Grand Pavilion was that um, it was I couldn't work out where I was because you because it's such a like a rabbit warren to That's these, right. these That's things. Right. It's like. I, and I'd come out in the most unexpected places, you know. <laughs> and you've got the two little stairways that go up the side of the stage, very narrow staircase. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. pretty, it was that lovely. What about the the Grand Theatre? Now, the Grand, um, since they've been refurbished, you know, which was, yeah. long, was a long time ago in itself, but I think they've got the Henry Irving room, you know, which is which was, yes. uh, I think he was a very famous um, uh, music hall. Well, a famous actor, wasn't he? Yeah, something like yeah, that. Right. Um, and, well, and the, the, the thing is with the Swansea Grand, when I first worked, which is 1969, Pantomime, mm-hmm. 
the main dressing room was there, and then there was an next one to it. There was two dressing rooms in one. You had to go through one dressing room to get to the, the other one. Oh, right. So the, the dame had the one in front, and I had to go through his room to get to the next one at the back. At the back. Right. And um, then the main room was up to, to the right. But they brought, And, of course, it was totally different then. You had a different entrance and everything, because the, if you're looking at the stage from the audience point of view, and it was stage left, in other words stage right if you're on the stage mm-hmm. that used to be the the stage door they used to go out by the bus stop oh. but now that's all incorporated yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there was uh, a pub over there called the volunteers we used to nip out for a quick one in between half <laughs> time um, uh right then disappointing dressing rooms i remember uh the weekend that i'd i'd played st david it was was, was on tour with art garfunkel the, the friday night st david's hall lovely dressing rooms you, you couldn't yeah yeah, yeah. sofas a lot you know water drinks stuff like that that's right uh, Saturday night, the Garnet Con Club, with my band of Jacks, which was yeah. which was fine. It was a bit of a bad carry up these fire escape ramps, and then the Sunday at the London Palladium. I thought, finally, I've made it. Sunday night, that was my opening line. I've always dreamed of being on the Palladium on a Sunday night. Um, yeah. But the dressing rooms, John, well, small, it's small, and mouse tr- droppings, and you know, like they put these little trap things to catch vermin. Yeah. Vermin, I tell you what, it was it was a bit of a disappointment because they were they were dilapidated and fallen apart. There's nobody had re- refurbished. Well, they're old theatres, aren't they? I mean, I, I think when I did it, I when I did the one with Dorothy, I had this little small dressing room. But it, in the week, it was because um, it was a Sunday. That was a Sunday I did. Um, it was um, oh, I mean, I'm terrible with names lately. Uh, Shut that door. Oh, Larry Grayson. Larry, Larry Grayson. Grayson. It was his dressing room. Yeah. He was doing a season, obviously. Yeah. But he, and he left a message for me, have a drink, Johnny boy, because they're all these, these... So he's really nice. He didn't know me, you know, but right. he left a message for me to have a drink and make myself at home and have a good show. Isn't that, you know fantastic? I mean? that, isn't that fantastic? Because when yeah. you're doing a long run, it does become your second home as well, doesn't it? You know? Well, it does. It does. i never forget uh, Wynn Calvin. He was something else, Uncle Wynn. Mm-hmm. He'd, he'd, he'd have a kip and everything in between, you see. A, a lilo and his little alarm clock, you know. He'd go over to Marks and Spencer's and buy himself some croissants. He'd stick them on the radiator to warm up. It was his little house for the season. You know. <laughs> oh, Tra- travelling abroad, some of those, some of those lovely, you know, uh, those big venues, Africa and Caribbean and all that. Nice. Well, nice. the African when I was working five star hotels, so I had a, a suite. You know, it mm. was like wonderful, really. I was living the life of luxury yeah. and eating in the restaurant like everybody else. Yeah. Um, so I didn't even ever met dressed room. I just got dressed in my own my room, and I walked up to the, the cabaret room and went on. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Monte Carlo Casino was a lovely. <gasps> I had a nice dressing room there. Yeah. And um, you know, champagne and all the jazz. You know, at the beginning, yeah. the opening night. Yeah. And then a big party the last night. Yeah. But that's the cream. You don't get them all the time. Then you need lucky workmen's on there. Or you're doing Swansea Swansea dockers. And you've got to climb up a fire escape in the rain with all your gear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever have a rider, Johnny Tudor? Did you ever send the club a rider of what you needed? No, I wasn't that big. Oh. <laughs> they wouldn't take any notice if I Because, you know, there's that whole thing about, um, you know, I, I, we want a bowl of M&Ms, no brown ones. Have you heard, you know... Oh. <laughs> You know, but but I I heard the people. It was one of the big American rock groups who who used to do that, 
Uh, but there was logic behind what appeared to be complete insanity. Okay, so bear with me on this. So they put in their rider quite a few different things, like yeah. um, you know the uh, you know the joists need to carry uh, you know weighted speakers and lights, and they need to be to this specification, and we right. need the stage needs to be this high, and it needs to have the, all that. And then they'd have we want bowls of M and M's, no brown ones. Okay, so people pick on that bit, and they go. Oh unbelievable how but what they their thinking was if the if the tour promoter or the the man putting the show or the man and woman putting the show together had read it all carefully then as yeah. well as making sure there were no brown m&ms in that bowl they would yeah. also make sure that all of the other technical requirements which were life and death rather than just M&M's, they'd have got yeah. those bits right as well. And they actually said, when people didn't get the brown M&M's right, normally there was something else wrong at that concert as well. So method in their madness, not just, just being rock stars. That's right. The, big, the biggest um, diva bit I ever heard, when, when it, um, I was speaking to the, um, the front of the house manager of the Palladium Brass, and they, they not long had um, Yul Brenner oh. doing The King and I, Yeah. right? And he'd gone in and he had his key like this. And he went to the door and he went, no, that's not good. You've got to, you've got to move this key. I want to be able to go like this and go straight in. I don't want to be doing this. Or that. They moved the key all. <laughs> I've heard it all. <laughs> and another one was, I think it was either Shirley Bassey. I think it may have been Shirley Bassey. And she'd followed somebody in like Vicky Carr. Yeah. And Vicky Carr had the, had the room painted purple, we'll say. Yes. And she didn't like that colour. She wanted to paint it. So they did it. Because these stars, they can demand this stuff and they get get away with it. Yeah, go. It's a bit daft, really, but there you go. <laughs> I suppose that's what happens. That's, I'm glad we've never changed, Johnny. We'll, we'll, we've never changed. We, we'll, well, we'll going back to the, the clubs, though, the back in. Oh. I mean, you've had to worry about that because you've got your own band. I remember going into one place. There was a woman and she was the, the organist. Yeah. And she had a broken arm. She had a blinking cast on it. Right. See? Right. So... Where's your, where's, your, where's your music, love? So I give him the music, and she went, all right. And, and she walked away. I said, hang on, don't you want to know the tempo? Where he goes, don't worry, love, I can vamp. Don't you worry. I can vamp. Don't. She was diabolical. She ruined my act. <laughs> and the worst one, I mean, Hastings, that was it. There's White Rock Pavilion. You're right. And the drummer, no, the pianist, was Tony Meehan of the Shadows' his father. Right. right, right. You could read the echo of this bloke. <laughs> but I didn't know this at the time. No. So I go on and he totally annihilated my parts. Yes. So I came off fuming now. I'm going nuts. Arr! So there's another guy on the show called Del Derrick, who's a very calm sort of guy, mm -hmm. who played vibraphones and he sang a bit now. He said, don't, don't, don't upset him, John, you'll make him worse, you know. I said, I'll upset him. I said, I'll kill him. I said, he's ruined my act. So then... <laughs> he said, he went on. Now, he, he opened his act with, I'm walking along the street or at a party. Da, 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 da. Before him, there was a girl called the Magical Claudine. She used to pull feathers and, and you know, rabbits out of bats and all this, right? And her playoff music was Caravan. He comes on, he's going, you're walking along the street. They're still going, da, 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 da. <laughs> And he comes up and he went, well, what happened, gentlemen? <laughs> <laughs> it fell apart as I told you, I said. 
Johnny. Well, 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 well. Remember the gigs, I tell you what. But I tell you what was great about those days. We used to go up the motorway. You probably had the same. And you'd meet people at the at the service Service stations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Gordano's over there or Nutsford on the M6. You know, and they'd all be there because they used to have the transport cafe. They haven't got them anymore. But you could go into that part and get your full, like, fry up at, like, two in the morning. And, you know, and all the boys and the, the lorry drivers, they all be in and all the rock bands, you know. Yeah. See, Jenny and the Pakers, bass makers are the foremost. Are your channels are going, lads, you know. <laughs> it was great. I remember we stopped her. So while my bass player became vegetarian, right? All right. Vegetarian. And uh, he, he was looking after his health and everything. We walked into one of those late one night and uh, we had a fry-up, you know, even though it was the middle of the night at a fry-up. Yeah, the, yeah. the lady, obviously the lady behind the counter needed a nice shave and the cigarette ash was going <laughs> in the eggs. But, you know, by that stage, you don't care. You're, you're starving. And, uh, you know, so, he'd, he, you know, she put, starts with the bacon. She said, no, no bacon, no bacon, thank you. Starts with the sausages, uh, no, no sausages, just the eggs. And uh, she said, do you want toast? And he went, yes, yes, please. Do you have any, do you have any brown toast? She looked up at him, it's like he'd sworn at her, she, she said. <laughs> We don't get much call for that around here. <laughs> Brown toast <laughs> in a transport cafe. Goodness me! <laughs> so there we are, vegetarian. I, I tell you what, there was. I got to tell you this, but we did one transport cafe, and the guy who was serving was gay, and he, and he, and he came and he went sausage, egg, and chips and fried bread. <laughs> <laughs> we just fell apart because he was such a cute, so camp, it was unbelievable. Sausage, so jacket, chips, and fried bread. Look at whoever's ordered this, this, this thing. So, when I wrote this sitcom, I wrote this character in, and Sean Probit played the part. Oh, Sean. But it was Sean. Yeah. He's not very well, you know. I, I spoke to him the other day. He's, he's gone to live up in the Midlands somewhere with his daughter. He's, he's, he's oh. done his back in, he's in a bit of a bad way, but of Sean. But he was a, he's a very good actor, he was, and he's a very good actor, mm. Sean. Yeah. yeah. Good writer, too. Oh, I was watching Max last night. He was on Dana Floyd. Oh, was he good? Welsh programme that all went in. It's a very good programme, actually. Oh, right, I'll have to look yeah, at you, he? he said he'd have to brush up his Welsh because he doesn't use it that much because oh. he had to speak Welsh. Yeah, good lad. <laughs> well, as we say, we'll be back next week, so it's goodbye from him. And it's goodbye from me and you. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> Take care. All the best. Bye-bye. All the Bye-bye. best, Bye-bye. pal. Ta-da.